Thank you, Pastor Sam. You know, it's funny. Um, I'm a chronic over-preparer. Um, I practice the sermons that I bring to our community between five and ten times in a week leading up out loud. I convict the wall as much as I possibly can. And the kids and the cat and the dog and whoever's walking past. But I do that. Because my heart is that if I feel that the Holy Spirit wants to move, I'm prepared and ready to do so. feel to put the run sheet aside this morning because I believe there are people in this room that need an encounter with God. The sermon title today that I was going to bring is Be Still and Know That I'm the Lord. You know, it's funny. I actually struggle to be still. Yeah, everyone laughed. That's a surprise. I struggle. But it's interesting, if you look through Scripture, it's actually often a directive given to God's people so that they are giving God the freedom to move. Heaps of examples through Scripture. If you look in the Bible in Exodus 14, you don't need to go to that slide. We're not going to do what I planned. John Owen said, just stay with me. The Israelites are standing and they're coming out of captivity, hemmed in by the sea. And now Pharaoh's changed his mind. We all know the story. And he takes his, his army and he's overtaking the Israelites. He's heading towards them to bring them back into slavery. He says, oh, what have I done? I've, I, I've lost the services of these slaves. And he's running down a a nation that cannot defend themselves by themselves. They had by no means within themselves the capability to defend themselves against what was coming. But there's a command given to them. Moses stands up and he says to them, stand firm and see the deliverance that the Lord will bring you today. It says, the Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. You need only be still. Second Chronicles chapter 20. There's a vast army that's come together against God's people. There's a coalition of forces with one factor. They want to take out God's people. King Jehoshaphat, he realises this. He's, oh man. He's stressed out, but it says in Scripture, he inquires of the Lord. He says, God, you said, if we honour you, God, if we put you first and honour your law, it says that you'll defend us. Now is a good time. And in the New Living Translation, 
Once again, it says, do not be afraid, which it says in Exodus. It also says, stand firm. And then in the translation, that is the NLT, it says, stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord. You see, because here's the thing, is that when you're in a battle and you choose to stand still and you choose not to be afraid, you are choosing to lean into why you are choosing not to be afraid and why you are choosing to be still because it's that you are having faith and allowing God to fight your battle. One of the the titles I wanted to give today, but it got confusing and if I confuse myself, I figure I can't deliver it, was stationary momentum. So you're still, but in that stillness, it's where you get the momentum. Do you know that that is true? The Bible says in Psalm 46.10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. It goes on to say, and I'll be exalted in every nation at the end of it. Because you see, the thing is that God is in control. Sometimes He calls you to be still. Because the picture in the original language, the word is rapper, R-A-P-A, it actually paints a picture of a person who is like at war and it's like they're letting down, they're letting go, they're dropping their weapons. It's like they're falling into a position of rest into God's hands. He's saying, be still. Stop fighting a battle you can't win. Because it's my battle. You're my people. And I'm going to fight on your behalf, but you need to be still. But see, I'm I'm starting to understand that that we're we're in such a society where we're the centre of it all. Where if we don't do something, if we don't fight, if we don't do hard, if we don't work hard at this situation, then it's not going to work out for us. But the biblical pattern is God is the centre of it all. And that when we put Him in the centre, He is the one that fights our battles. You need be still. You know, I started thinking about far out. I I just, the posture of stillness for me, I tried it. 30 seconds in, I am distracted. I literally, I'm going to do it. And I sit there and subconsciously, within 30 seconds, I'm on my phone. And I'm like, how did that happen? I picked it up somehow. And I've, I've realised this week that if that's me, I might not be the only one. And is in the stillness your breakthrough? Is in the stillness God waiting to move? Don't get me wrong. You should be excellent. You should work hard. You should steward what God has given you. But at the end of the day, if right now you are facing a battle that you cannot win, let God fight it for you. And how do you do that? Stop fighting. And let God do it for you. In the stillness. My desire and my challenge It's very simple today, make room.
for the stillness. Make room, make an appointment, make a time. But I feel I woke up this morning with my game plan. What I was going to do, the story I was going to tell. Everyone knows I start with the story. If I can laugh at least once, I relax into it. But I felt God say, no. I'm going to make room for people, my people, to stop battling their own battles and allow me to take control. If you need that this morning, can you give me a wave? Can you give me a wave? Don't leave me. There's a lot of hands here in this place that you need God to fight your battle. Let's stand together for a minute. Psalm 46, 10 says this, and he says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth. See, in the being still, it's a mindset that caused you to let down your armour, to stop fighting your battle, to lean into God. Being still is about stopping and looking to God for help. Know that I am God. If you look at that scripture, it is acknowledging and being aware of His presence. You see, He is with you in every situation. Acknowledging God indicates that you trust Him and are in submission to His plan because you understand He is the one that's in control. I stop fighting, you're in control. My health, I stop fighting, Lord. I will keep being diligent, but you need to bring breakthrough. My family, Lord, I've been trying, I've been submitted, I've been praying, I've been fighting. I can't win. God, you need to win this battle. But see what I love about verse 10 is it says, I will be exalted. What does that mean? At the end of the day, God is victorious. It says in all the earth, in every situation, no matter what you're walking through, no matter what you're facing, no matter what you need to come through, in both situations, whether it be the Israelites in Exodus, whether it be the Israelites in Second Chronicles, they are facing a battle they cannot win without God's intervention. We are God's people. What I love about Jehoshaphat is he inquired of the Lord. He said, God, I need your help. God, I need your peace. God, I still myself. You need only be still. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to sing a song for a minute. And I don't know what we're going to do, to be honest. I'm just letting you know. But I'm trying to be obedient. I do not get nervous in front of our community except for when I step into faith. And when I step into that place, it's because I believe God is going to bring breakthrough. I don't, I don't want to be polished. I want to be in the presence of God. My life isn't perfect. All of our lives aren't perfect, but we serve a perfect God who has a plan and a purpose and a will for our life. And sometimes we run our own race when we need to sit back and look. One quick story. I got one, let me do one. I've got to get out of my system. I tried to put a barbecue together with April. It was going well. 
until we couldn't get the pre-drilled holes in the stand to line up with the barbecue. I was very quickly at that place where I wanted to piff it out the window and blame everything on April. And then April in her wisdom, seeing where I was heading very quickly, it's only been 30 seconds, but I, I know my skill level, we all know how handy I am. I mean, good friends with John Fott, he's handy, he's the man. But what happened is we sat back and we were still for a minute. And as we waited, we turned the stand around and everything lined up. When you get caught in that battle, in that friction, you know, in both those scriptures in Second Chronicles and Exodus, the first thing he says is, they say, don't be afraid. Because you see, fear causes mayhem. Fear causes reaction without process. But then it says, don't be afraid. A physical direction of the heart. Don't be afraid. That one's of the heart. And then a physical direction. Be still. In that submitted place, God will move. Because you're going, I, I have done it. Even, even in the third point that I wanted to make is in both of them, it says stand firm. So you've got to take up your position, yes. You've got to go to faith by not being afraid and then be still and see that He is God over your situation right now. I believe miracles are coming. Let's raise our hand. Let's begin to sing just for a little minute. Stir faith in your heart right now. I believe God's going to move. How wonderful been singing how wonderful how glorious my saviour scars victorious see what well, what's happened is we're already declaring that the final victory that we needed to win 
God had already given to us through Jesus Christ. So because of the victory we've already attained through the cross, our chains of sin are gone. Our debt of sin is gone. From death to life, from grace to grace. You see what's happened? It's scriptural that if God gave His Son, why would He withhold anything else? So we're going to allow room right now. If there is a situation in your life this morning that you need God to intervene, you need God to step in, you need God to bring victory. I saw hands all over this place. By coming down the front this morning, I'm going to open this altar. What you were saying is you were saying, God, this is not a battle I can win by myself. I ask you to come and intervene. I still myself before you and I wait on you to move. I will not be afraid. I will stand firm and I will be still and see that you are God. If that's you this morning, I want you to come down the front. I'd love to pray with you. Our ministry team, I want you to be ready. Come in faith, come. I know there's people here. He's going to answer prayer this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Come. He's here. Declare it. submission to God right now. Let's begin to sing this again. Then I would ask that elders would come, ministry team, if you are a coordinator of a department or a pastor of our church, I want you to come and pray. worship God, pray for the people down the front, begin to believe that there is breakthrough coming in lives. God fights our battles. That is the nature of who our God is. Let's begin to pray. Could I have a few catches as well? Come down the front. 
was a prophetic word brought over our church quite a few years ago. And isn't it just interesting sometimes the timing of things coming together? This is what it says. It says, when we act, God waits. When we wait, God acts. He's in this place this morning. We're seeing breakthrough. We're going to begin to sing a song that we can begin to declare over this place about that we've seen God move. We sang it this morning. He's moved mountains. I believe this is a prophetic word over our church. We've seen Him move. We'll see Him move again. So let's begin to worship.
place. Let's worship one more time. stillness is also a posture of rest thanks for that if you're suffering from tiredness just raise your hand right now Lord God right now we see these hands of these people Lord it says in your word that the joy of the Lord is our strength Lord You see the needs of these people, tired, worn out, burdened. Lord, I pray this week through stillness, Lord, allow strength to be returned to their bodies in the name of Jesus. pray that in the stillness, in the silence, Lord God, you'll give direction, you'll give plan, you'll give purpose, you'll give wisdom, strength to keep going. about fruitfulness. God, where's the breakthrough? Where's the fruitfulness? When's it coming? Where's the increase? It's not a it's not a bad question or a greedy question to ask God because I believe in my heart that your heart and your spirit is right. That you've been seeking God. God, I've been diligently serving you. Been working hard. I need breakthrough. I need fruitfulness. If that's you, can you raise your hands? Let's pray right now. Lord God, we see these hands across this place. Can everybody begin to intercede? Can we go as a community and a family this morning? Lord God, right now, there are people in this place that need breakthrough in the area of fruitfulness, Lord God. Lord God, I thank you that your word says that when we honour you first, when we give to you, when we're diligent, Lord God, that you return it. God, you return it pressed out. You return it shaken together, Lord God. Lord God, because we honour you, because they have honoured you, Lord God, we declare increase, we declare, declare, Lord, more, Lord God, more, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that there's been dryness in relationships and there will be fruitfulness in Jesus' name. There's been dryness in finances. Fruitfulness in Jesus' name. Because you are God. 
still and know that He is God. He fights our battles. We're already victorious because He is on our side. But we need to continue to walk in it. Do you know, I'm just feeling in my spirit right now. Can we begin to pray for someone in your world that God is going to put in your heart right now that needs Jesus? I'm sure that there's everybody in this room, there's been a person you've been seeking God for year after year after year. And maybe potentially it's a battle you can't win without God's intervention. And He is calling you to give it to Him, to declare His truth and His victory and His promises over that person's life. Can we raise our hands together in faith this morning? like to ask you to do as a community is could we passionately seek God for breakthrough together? We're going to begin to pray. We're going to begin to believe. We're going to give the battle to God because His will goes far beyond what we could ask for. His will goes far beyond what we could imagine. Or a layer of faith 
or something in your life so that you can begin to walk in the victory He has for you, but it is sustained. So you need to take up your position as it says, read Exodus 14 and 2 Chronicles 20 this week. You need to take up your position and stand firm. Standing firm. Standing firm. There'll be challenges to what you believe. There'll be challenges to what God's calling you to. But God says, I'll fight the battle. You take up your position. You see, the reality is, is that we're called to serve God. But to stand firm is simply be to step into His plan and His purpose. You're on the same team. You just got to put the jersey on and let Him bring the victory. Be still. It's a posture of faith and rest. And stillness is a posture where God will give you direction. Amen. Amen. We don't do it this often in this place because we are growing bigger as a community. But I believe we can still do it right now. Could we join hands across this place? We're just going to begin to pray. If you're not comfortable to do so, that's fine. If you're not able to do so, that's fine. But if you can. Could we begin to pray for the person on our left? Let's declare God's faithfulness over their life, His grace over their life. Breakthrough. Let's begin to pray as a family together right now. Lord God, we pray for the person on our left. We thank You for them. We thank You for their journey. We thank You for their walk. But Lord God, we thank You for what You are calling them to. We thank You, Lord God, that Your ways are higher. We thank You, Lord God, Your purpose is higher. And Lord, we pray for blessing this week. Lord God, we pray that You would go before them this week. We pray, Lord God, that You would make a way where there is no way for them. In Jesus' Name, Amen. Let's pray for the person on our right. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank You for that person. Lord God, I thank You for who they are. We thank You, Lord God, that they will be blessed, that they will endure, that they will, Lord God, recognise Your faithfulness. Lord, we pray that You would go before them this week. You would cover them this week. You would bless them this week. And we thank You for breakthrough in Jesus' Name. We thank You for more blessing in Jesus' Name. We thank You for more growth, more perseverance, more strength, more faith in Jesus' Name. We pray. Amen. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand. you to do one thing this week whether you have a diary on your phone whether you have a diary in a book I think that still happens would you do me one thing would you go home and set up an appointment in your diary dedicated for you to being still and waiting on God this week appointment I want you to say, God, I am going to give you this appointment. I will arrive on time. I will keep it. I will be disciplined. And I'm coming to wait on you. Would you do that this week? Amen. Let's give the Lord one more hand. Praise God. 
Uh, I do, uh, I forgot to bring this earlier, I do have some sad news for our community. Uh, when I first came to this church, uh, April and myself, uh, five years ago, there was a lady part of the congregation, her name was Pam Coon. She's a powerful woman of God, she loved the Lord. Uh, she passed away this Thursday and um, we will be uh, finding out the arrangements for the funerals in, in the coming days and if you are interested please contact myself um, or Pastor Greg and we'll get you the information in regards to that um, but if you are aware of who they are she has been unwell for a period of time there may be a lot of you that uh, don't know who she is but she's part of the family that kept the heartbeat of this place going in a time that God was orchestrating to bring our pastor to come into rebirth and, and for God to bring it into a new season so uh, be praying for the family uh, be praying that God God comforts them in this time, and uh, we're really exciting uh, that that um, she's in with the Lord. She's walking in victory. There's no more pain. There's no more fear. And um, if you need to know any details, please come and see me. Also, if you're interested in being baptized, please come and see me. Let me know. Uh, we want to do this. We will do this on a regular basis. It doesn't matter if it's one. It doesn't matter if it's twenty. We will make room. But, but if you want to be baptised, it's very simple. You don't need to have the theological understanding. You don't, you don't need to be at a certain level of maturity. You need to be a person that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Saviour. And if that is the case, you fulfil the requirement, every requirement to be baptised. So if that's you and you've never been baptised before, come and see me. We'd love to do it next Sunday in the morning service. We will be. There's three. Come and see me today. It's not too late. Amen. Amen. Go. Have a blessed week. Thank you for coming. Be in connect groups during the week and seeing God move. Look after one another and we'll see you next Sunday. Baptism service, 10 a.m.